Welcome to the Spirited Advocate podcast, brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, the leading voice for the distilled spirits industry. Now your host, Chris Wonger. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Spirited Advocate podcast. I don't know. Let me just say this. I don't know how I drew this lucky card, but this I get I get to hang out with legends. And I got to a couple of weeks ago, certainly with Bill Samuels with Maker's Mark. And we have another legend today, Dr. Joyce Spence, the master blender for Appleton Estate. Uh, Dr. Spence, thank you very much. And sweet rum and sweet Jamaica and all of the above. Uh, We really appreciate you being here. How's everything in Jamaica today? Okay. Thanks very much, Chris, for having me on your podcast. So far, we're having a sunny morning, but I know we're going to have thunderstorms in the afternoon. It's October, the month of rain. <laughs> yeah, I always get showers. So everybody, let me tell you, let me tell everybody a little bit of the background of Dr. Spence. Uh, I mean, the real, real deal. Dr. Joy Spence was the first female master blender in the entire spirits industry. And 40 years later, she is still creating exceptional rum at the Appleton Estate, Jamaica Rum. In this role, she's been responsible for ensuring the quality and consistency of existing blends, creating rum blends, and monitoring the company's inventory of the aging rum stocks. Now, Dr. Spence is one smart cookie. She majored in science at college in Jamaica. And something unheard of for women at the time, she attended the University of Lowborough. I think I got that right, Dr. Spence. That'll tell you, I did go to a four-year school, but clearly I didn't go to a good one uh, in London. And she earned a master's of science degree. Not only is Joy a world-class blender, but she also dedicates a lot of her time to helping young women discover their passions and dreams. So Dr. Spence, thank you very much for your leadership in that regard. Just if you don't mind, just tell us, tell us your story, if you could, because you're on your 40th year anniversary with Appleton. And that in itself is amazing because just because nobody uh, has the wherewithal and the uh, the fortitude to do that, but that just that just underscores uh, what a special human being you are, and how lucky Campari, our friends at Campari and Appleton, are uh, to have you with us. Thank you so much. And before I start my short story, you know, it was very funny when the previous master blender was retiring at age forty-four. I said, "This is crazy." Who could be working with that company for over 40 years? I know I won't be here that time. <laughs> little did you know. Little did you here know. Here I am today. But, you know, it started in high school where I developed this passion for chemistry because of my chemistry teacher. So I would stay back in the evenings and help her to prepare the lab for the upper school and any theoretical tests. And she became like my second mom. And after about three years with chemistry in high school, she actually died in childbirth. And it was very devastating for me. And I made a vow that I become the best chemist there is in her honor. So I graduated from high school and went to university, hoping to become a medical doctor. 
But then I realized I could not handle trauma. And so I decided that I need to put that aside and continue along a straight path of chemistry. So I completed my chemistry degree and I lectured in chemistry for several years. Then I wanted to get some industry experience. And so I started to work with Tia Maria, which is a coffee producing company. That's right. As a research chemist. It was a one product operation. And believe it or not, I was so bored because I have to multitask. I have to be doing several things at the same time. They recognized how bored I was. So I would do research work in the morning. Then they say, go on the road in the evening and do some PR for us because we know you're bored. Uh, then, then you drank the Kool-Aid on the industry. Then you started having fun, right? Then I would look across the fence in my days of boredom because Appleton Estates parent company, Jerry and Nevis, right next door. And I said, but people over there look happy. Tankers rolling in, lots of movement. I said, you know, that's the happening place to work. Maybe I should have sent my resume over there. So I sent over my resume and they called me in for an interview. And I said, you know, we're going to tell you right up front. We have no openings for anybody here, but we're just so impressed and wanted to have a talk with you. So I said, okay. I went back over quite dejected. I said, okay, that's my destiny. And then a few weeks later, I got a call from them. They said, we created a position for you, the position of chief chemist, because we really want you to modernize the laboratory here at Jerry and Nevio. I said, okay, excellent mandate. So I went over as a chief chemist. And then I started to work with the previous master blender because the chief chemist works closely with the master blender. And that's when I discovered this whole beautiful, complex spirit that had so many different factors and so many different inputs to it. And I recognized that I could actually use also my sensory skill to be part of this craft. And so this is where I developed my passion for Rome and that has not changed. Basically, it has become part of my DNA. Absolutely. That, that, that is amazing. Uh, I had an eighth grade chemist teacher, uh, Mrs. Hergenreiter, and I didn't do that well in that class. But uh, I wished I would have had your uh, first uh, uh, chemist teacher for sure. So uh, tell us this. So uh, way back in the day, uh, women drinking rum in Jamaica, uh, was it taboo? Were there, has, has the world evolved now where uh, uh, women from Jamaica can en- enjoy uh, a nice uh, Jamaican rum, Appleton rum? Uh, how, how has the world changed when you started uh, 40 years ago? You know, I tell everyone that when I started 40 years ago, I never drank even a thimble full of rum, because it was unheard of for women to be drinking rum. You would be seen as not ladylike. You couldn't go to a cocktail party and say, um, yes, maybe I could have like a cocktail with rum. They'd look at you and say, hmm, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. where is he coming from? <laughs> yeah. But things have changed now, and women in Jamaica are drinking toe-to-toe with men, enjoying rum, especially premium age rum in very elegant cocktails, I just simply have it neat. So the whole landscape has changed in Jamaica for women and drinking rum. Absolutely. And you had the opportunity, as you mentioned, to work with the master blender, Owen Tullock, and uh, the chief chemist uh, with Ray and nephew uh, from Appleton. Uh, What did you learn from Owen? What are some of the things that Owen taught you that you even uh, carry with you today? 
You know, Owen taught me a lot of the nuances about certain marks. A mark is really a type of rum that is distilled by the distiller. And he would say, I want you to smell this mark coming straight off the steel. And I'm going to show you the transformation after 12 years aging in the oak barrel. And you're going to see that each different mark creates a completely different flavor profile after aging in the barrel. And this is what brings the complexity into the raw manufacturing process. So he taught me all the little tricks of the trade, you know, even how just adding 0.05% of one particular type of rum would make the consumer detect the difference in tasting. Amazing, amazing. And uh, Dr. Spence, what's the difference between a master blender versus a master distiller? Are there distinct differences in both of those uh, uh, disciplines? In the rum industry, there are two distinct differences between the master blender and the master distiller. The master distiller distills the fermented wash using either a pot still distillation or a column still distillation and creating different types of rums. The master blender now takes these rums, age them for different periods of time and combine them based on a, a specific formula in different percentages, different ages to create those different expressions now that the consumer will taste it, you know, when they go out to a bar or drink it at home. What makes Appleton distinct uh, amongst all the other rums in the world, uh, both in Jamaica, uh, but around the world as well? Appleton Estate has so many unique characteristics. It starts with our geographical location. We're in this unique area where we have these unusual limestone karst hills with actually water flowing through them, surrounding this amazing valley known as the Nassau Valley. Because of this geography, every day at about 2.30, we have daily showers of rain. So the, it looks lush and green and beautiful. And so everything is rain fed. And so at Appleton, we do not have to have any form of artificial irrigation. We also grow specific varieties of sugarcane to create certain profiles in our rums. We have a specific style of fermentation. The pot stills that we use for our distillation are specially designed for us and have this unique um, shape in the gooseneck. And so we create this distinctive orange peel top note, which is a hallmark of the Appleton Estate range. Then of course, the final part of the process is the craftsmanship of the blender, who is able to combine these different types of rums to create these beautiful flavors in our expressions. So we control the process <laughs> from cane to cocktail. And Dr. Spence, I, I, this may be a tough question, but have you landed on the perfect blend yet? I, I take it you're probably a perfectionist in chemistry to some degree has an element of perfection, right? Have you landed on it yet? Or is this something you're still striving for? I don't think I've landed on the perfect blend as yet, but I've created several unique blends that are completely different from what is available. And I think um, maybe I'll get there one day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So with a 40-year career, is there one project, one project that just stands out as you reflect back? Is there one project that you, you look back on and say, uh, that, that was just a special moment for me? I think the project developing 
My special blend, the Appleton Estate Joy Anniversary Blend, is a very special moment for me because I've never, ever been asked to do this. And I really give thanks to Campari for giving me that opportunity. And I actually had this unique mark sitting aside, hoping that one day somebody would say to me, just take rain and create your own you know, special blend. No, no mandates from marketing or consumers. And so I was given that opportunity. I was so integrally involved in the development of the package, the color, my favorite color, which I have on here, which is purple. I love it, love it. <laughs> the bottle. And so, you know, it was really, really a very unique and rewarding experience. Dr. Spence, I got to tell you, so a couple of years ago, well, uh, we love Campari, obviously. And in June, uh, uh, I uh, traveled overseas to Europe and uh, had a wonderful dinner with the Campari senior leadership, uh, with the chairman and the CEO and so forth. And uh, Ugo, who we know, uh, Fiorenzo, who's the North American president for Campari. I know he spent some time. I know we spent some time with you in Jamaica to help build the Appleton brand and so forth. Could you just share a little experience uh, about Ugo? I texted him this morning, told him I had the privilege to be with you. Actually, I love Ugo dearly. I call him the Energizer Bunny because Ugo was everywhere. He was involved in everything and he was just so eager to learn everything about Appleton Estate. And I really appreciated that. Actually, he was so sad when he was actually leaving Jamaica, you know, because he had such a good time here. I could just tell, you know, we were going somewhere when he told me about his time in Jamaica, and I could just tell that was such a special moment for him. You know, it would have been easy for me to kind of forget about it. Uh, but uh, when I was looking forward to getting with you today, uh, I had to text Hugo and let him know that uh, we were going to connect. And I, I, I have to admit something. I've never been to Jamaica, ever. Oh, no. And I should be ashamed of myself. So now after I've got a new friend and Dr. Spence uh, and certainly with the Ugo's uh, brilliant stories as well, uh, I've got an excuse to get my get my rear end down there. So I'm looking forward to that. So we waiting to welcome you with open arms. I can't wait. I can't wait. Now, uh, there's very much a family, you know, feel to Appleton, as I understand it. And many people call you Aunt, Aunt Annie Joy. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Or mommy. No, mommy. Okay, there you go. Uh, Well, I just met you over over Zoom, so I won't go there. But I bet you if I come down there with a uh, nice Appleton rum at some point, that may slip out. And just don't be offended by it. I'll just kind of work. (laughs) So outside the distillery, you're involved in so much in the community and mentoring young women. And thank you for doing that. It's amazing that you've been able to get back around the Appleton and state and so forth. Could you just tell us a little bit about that and why that's so uh, special and, and important for you? You know, I think it goes back to my childhood because I'm an adopted child and I was given an opportunity for a good education because somebody res- literally rescued me. And so I wanted to give back, you know, as part of that. And so I help as many young women as I can to help them to get a very sound education, those whose parents are not in a position to do so. And every year I donate two scholarships through the J. Renevi Foundation, known as the Master Blender Scholarship, 
for needy students who want to pursue a STEM career in, at the university. That's truly amazing, which will have impact, really impact for the world, if you think about it, uh, and just uh, what a terrific impact for the lives of those young women, uh, and, uh, which will create so many opportunities. You have so many accolades and achievements in your career. Is there, is there one more thing that you're looking to achieve uh, that you haven't, haven't gotten to yet? Uh, could, you, could you tell us about that? You know, I love to be able to tackle that process to see Appleton Estate become the leader in the premium age room category. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, I got to tell you everybody something. Now, I'm going to read some tasting notes a little bit. Okay, so bear with me. Okay. Uh, Jamaican rum. Now, help me, Dr. Spence. Jamaican rum blend, it's a blend of several rums, sometimes aged between 12 and 18 years in American oak barrels after being distilled using small batch copper stills, like you said. The nose holds, now this is, this, this is unbelievable, D- delicious. That's what it comes to, that, that it comes to my mind. The nose holds mature scents of walnuts, nutmeg, orange peel and vanilla leading into a palette of buttery oh my god buttery creamy brown sugar and it finishes bittersweet is that that is the art that is the science that you create right oh that correct so i keep telling everyone blended is a combination of art and science i'm not sure where one starts and the other ends and I know you're going to be holding up the African Estate 12 year old rare cast. I'm so lucky. Look, I'm double lucky. <laughs> exactly. And thank you. Thank you very much uh, for this very special treat. So, if you could be anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world beyond beautiful Jamaica, and I know, even though I haven't been there, I know it's beautiful. <laughs> uh, you know, we've all gone through a lot over the last 18 months with the challenges with the pandemic. Where would you pick to be and what cocktail would you have with that Appleton rum? Okay, so outside of Jamaica, I think I would love to be in New Zealand. Very nice, very nice. Yes. It's a long trip, but it's a long it's trip. Paradise, so but it's a it is while. such a pristine and untouched place. And I would probably love to enjoy a Mai Tai cocktail using our Appleton Estate eight-year-old reserve. Not bad, not bad living. Well, Dr. Spence, on behalf of the Distilled Spirits Council and our industry, thank you for your leadership and uh, your contributions to uh, the great country of Jamaica and to Appleton Rum and uh, in support of Campari as well, which is a precious a precious member company, uh, the Distilled Spirits Council. So great cheers to you and thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much. And as we say, one love from Jamaica. One love. Okay. Thanks, guys. Dr. Spence, thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Have a good day. I'll come see you. Sure. Waiting for you. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.
The Spirited Advocate podcast was brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States. If you'd like to be a guest speaker on the show or send us topic suggestions to cover, please contact us at podcast at distilledspirits.org. And please like and share these episodes. Your support is very appreciated.